Welcome to Dodgers Daily. I'm Casey Porter. So glad that you decided to tune in. Fans, we are downtown Wichita, Kansas. I always say Wichita, Tulsa, because we're covering the Tulsa Drillers, but we're in Wichita, Tan uh, Wichita, Kansas. We have a very special guest. Austin Gothier, infielder in the Dodgers organization, joins us. Austin, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Okay, first of all, got to back all the way up every time I do this. Got to know who taught you how to hit. Love the opposite field power. You know, hey, not just hit the ball opposite field, opposite field power. So got to know all about the hitting tool. You know, my dad would joke, uh, it's all genetics, but uh, you know, um, <laughs> so I had to throw that out there. But it's got to be Matt Wessinger. Um, he's my hitting coach at Hofstra for four years. Um, when I was a freshman, it was actually his first year. So he let me fail a little bit, and um, then I decided to buy into his process and just stick with my strengths, you know. Um, taught me the ins and outs of baseball, hitting, um, what the pitcher's trying to do and just how to execute pitches and counts. And um, I give it all to him, man. Just very blessed that he uh, found his way into my life. So being able to stay inside the baseball like that, being able to hit the ball opposite field, that lets you get the, the ball a little bit deeper. So does that give you an advantage in the pro game as far as not having to work on his mechanics as much? Um, I think you're always working on something in this yeah. game. Um, and I think if you're not, you're falling behind. But it definitely sets me up a little bit better. I think just because I can react to off speed and just pull it maybe in the gap or left field. But I do think there's, um, there's a high side to it. I mean, there's a very positive side to letting the ball get deep. We are here in Wichita, Kansas. Last time I talked to you was your very first day in AA. Talk about that transition. Um, it was a lot different. I mean, you're going from one of the coldest leagues to one of the hottest. Yeah. So that was definitely different. But I mean, I mean, the Dodgers make it easy for the transition. Yeah. Um, you're around all these guys all the time. I mean, spring training, so you're playing with them different times of the week. And it was, I mean, it was easy. It was a good clubhouse to transition into. A lot of great players here. And uh, I'm just happy to be here to compete with the guys. Yeah, no doubt about it. You mentioned it, the, one of the coldest environments in the Midwest League. Doesn't matter where you're at in April. It is cold up there oh, yeah. in Michigan or wherever you may be, Indiana. And then it's very hot here in the summertime. And, you know, I, I joke that at the average daily temperature in Kansas and Oklahoma is 75 degrees because it's 150 in the summer and zero in the winter. So, hey, how did you have so much success early in the season when it was so cold? Uh, I would say, again, I would date back to those days in New York, yeah. four years. I mean, when you're up there, you, ha you have no other choice but to, uh, you know, withstand that cold and perform in it. So I definitely want to give the credit to that. And there's a blessing in everything, and I think I found that blessing early going there and it uh, helped me throughout my pro career so far. You've always considered yourself a leader, both on the field, being a shortstop, leadoff type guy, the table setter type guy, and then also off the field. So, hey, there's so much shuffling going on in a minor league setting, especially with the Dodgers. Usually it's a double-A level that feels it so much. So how has this club dealt with all the shuffling this year? Um, I mean, it's definitely been a challenge, I yeah. think, especially with the Dodgers. I mean, we're the best organization in baseball, so people are gonna be moving up and down all the time. But, I mean, there's no other choice but to try and perform and win. And um, we're kind of going through that right now, trying to scratch a few wins across to end this season. But, again, like I said, there's no other choice but to show up, grind, and try and get a win. I think John Fogarty made that song, Just Put Me in Coach Center Field, for you. <laughs> hey, just put me in somewhere. It doesn't matter where. You've played everywhere they've asked you to do. You know, hey, just put me on the field somewhere. But, having said that, you're back home at shortstop. That has to be fun. It is, it is. Um, I'll tell you what, a couple years ago, I was talking to my father about this. You couldn't have drawn this up. Drawn this up. So, I mean, just taking advantage of it and um, just 
very grateful and just want to play hard and, like I said, get a couple wins. So if I were to ask you right now, what things do you think you're good enough to be a consistent major leaguer at right now, what would they be? Definitely be hitting. Um, I think I could definitely produce for a major league team, hopefully the Dodgers, yeah. and um, hopefully help a team win, you know? I mean, that, that's the end goal at the end of the day. Um, like we talked about earlier, chasing that ring. Um, and just win a World Series. Uh, I want to help do that any way I can and uh, produce. Oh, it's cool to see your brothers get pulled up. It was cool to see Kyle get called up to AAA with a Kyle. Oh, for sure. He's been, uh, he's been dominating here all year. Um, our whole pitching side is yeah. dominant, but to see him get out of here and go up to AAA, I mean, he's gonna have a shot to hopefully make that big league roster. So if I were to ask you what's the one thing or set of things you need to work on the most to be a consistent major leaguer, what would that be? Become more defensively, um, just relying on my defense a little bit more, um, playing a bunch of different positions. Uh, is a little challenging, but I enjoy it, to be honest. Um, it feels like backyard baseball some days, where you're just true. like, just go out and play, man. Catch the ball, throw the ball. So I would say defense, just becoming more reliable. Yeah, no doubt about it. Okay, so let's transition. Your manager, Henny, was, he was diagnosed with cancer earlier in the year. I know you guys love him to death. Uh, what does Henny mean to you talk about him? Uh, so we were actually here when, uh, when he first shared the news with us, and it was devastating. Um, but again, like I said earlier, you could find a blessing in anything. It gives you a reason to play hard. Uh, he's a guy that you want to run through a wall for and win for. So he makes it easy to show up, man, and want to win. Yeah, you would run through a wall for, I've heard that many times, for Henny right there. So, hey, definitely missed. We definitely wish him the best. So, going to finish with, what is your message for kids that want to become like you, become a professional? You know, it's funny you asked me that because I was thinking about this earlier. And uh, I'll just tell a little story. So, about Matt Wessinger, the guy who yes. taught me how to hit. We were in a deli in New York, probably my sophomore year. And uh, we're just sitting there BSing about, you know, baseball hitting. And he, he's like, you have no idea how good you could be. Yeah. And in that moment right there, it kind of just like, I was like, damn, I don't know how good yeah. I can be. And so just having that thought that, hey, like you can be someone and you can produce and you can win for a team. You just have to put in the work for it. And I think once people start to realize that a daily action of just getting better 1%, it's cliche, but it's the real deal. And it's the only reason why I'm here. Today. All you need is a chance, right? Exactly. All you need yeah. is a chance and just take advantage of it and work hard. Austin, appreciate it. This has been an honor. Second time I've got a chance to talk to you, yeah. so thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me.